Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Eric, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. Experience gorgeous, lasting, high-quality hair color made with ingredients you could feel good about with consistent results every time. It's easy to find your perfect shade. Book a complimentary video hair color consultation with a licensed colorist on madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code RADIO10. That's code RADIO10. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another Paper Movies. I'm your host, Jeremy, at Stupid Chainsaw Productions. And with me today is Adam from Bryant's Nerd Pub. Hello. Noah at uh, the Quality Autism Channel. Hi, guys. And lastly, the drunk himself, Matthew the Geeks Addict. (laughs) That is false. That is pretty accurate. Look at the... Well, actually, no one can look at... The legendary Star Wars Legends podcast number 33 had to be re-recorded. A certain someone got way too drunk in that. Someone. Hello, we're talking about one of uh, a novelization based off of one of the worst cinematic experiences I've ever had in my life. The Predator. Yep. Yep. The Predator, written by... Christopher Golden and Mark Morris. So it was a two-person job to write this novelization. Yeah, and I'm glad it was a two-person job because well, I don't trust a certain someone to write things correctly. It was uh, based on a screenplay written by Fred Decker and Shane Black based yeah. on the characters created by Jim Thomas and John Thomas directed by Shane Black. So it's funny that uh, pairs worked on this like all the way through. Yeah, and it still turned out to be a pile of trash. All right. And the synopsis goes to Adam. Nope. Yes. I knew it last time. It's your turn. Is it my turn? Okay, so a a predator or yaucha, if it's like normal predator stuff, but instead they've decided to call them predators for lazy reasons, because Shane Black. Anyway... Uh, crash lands on Earth, and a sniper comes across the crash ship, ends up stealing some technology. The Predator is captured by, um, oh god, I don't even remember what the organization was called, and I just talked about this yesterday. Stargazer. Project Stargazer, and which is run by like the CIA. Uh, they bring in a scientist, uh, Predator escapes, uh, all, all hell breaks loose. The sniper is arrested and he's thrown in a, a bus full of uh, crazy army people. They wow. escape and decide to hunt the predator because it's going after the sniper's son. And then there's another predator, which is the upgrade predator, that's hunting down the original predator. And then it, it gets crazier from there. That's a synopsis of... The Predator, because this plot is just dumb. So I will add, though, that this is my introduction to anything regarding The Predator. I had not seen the movies or read any of the other books or comics before this. I'm so sorry. I didn't know that. Otherwise, I wouldn't <laughs> pick this. Um, I will say I was surprised how easily I got through it. Like, um, I... Like, I wasn't, like, necessarily bored with it because I guess, you know, even though 
I didn't think it was that great, but still, I was like, okay, this is new to me, so I'll, uh, I, w- I was more invested into it. But <laughs> it was it was definitely an interesting introduction. <laughs> All right. Yeah, this is actually this is the first Predator novel that I ever read. I do have the original novelization. Never read it. Um, the only films that I've watched are Predator and Predator 2. And then just recently we did a watch-along on your channel, Jeremy, the uh, Predators. That was awful. Um, so when I read this book for the first time, when it came out, I did a review on it. I gave it a C or a C- minus or something. Um, uh, yeah, you were very nice to this book. I wasn't too impressed, but the f- so the first time I read the book, I was like, meh, it's all right. Second time through, did not get any better. Got worse. To be honest with you, there are some pathetic lines in this book that are just so silly and stupid. Oh yeah, um, those lines, and I know what you're talking about too, are stuff that's from the movie. A lot of the dialogue is changed. A lot of the terrible jokes in the movie are removed. Okay. In this book, um, some very tacky. Ta- There's no other word for it. It's tasteless and tacky jokes. They're very Shane Black-esque. It's like his uh, comments on the female anatomy in the first movie because he's the guy in the glasses. In oh, the yeah. Movie. Okay. The one that gets... Yeah. They find his entrails on the ground. And I the the one the, bad effect from the original movie. I think the line that I... That for, for some reason stood out to me uh, was because I thought it was humorous was... Um, where they were comparing the predator, like her, the predator style, to Whoopi Goldberg. Oh yeah, yeah, that's from yeah. the movie. Yeah, you think that these actors that like like Whoopi Goldberg, you think she ever heard about that, like her being compared to the predator? I don't think she cared. Yeah, this movie I think bombed. Like, I think it did too. Yes, um, quality hates it. I think slightly more than I do, and he's not seen the movie. Not in its entirety. Okay. This book is the worst thing I have ever read in my entire life. Wow. Oh. And I mean it. How, how can you this, say that in a world where Gambit, Stealth, and Siege exists? Okay, Stealth and Siege is just boring. Okay? This was so dumb. Mm-hmm. So stupid. It was insulting. It is insulting. I do have to say the beginning it was pretty good for me. Uh, the intro, you got McKenna, the sniper, who's uh, was... out there trying to take out. I'm guessing what was it a uh, like a cartel? Yeah, they were trying to rescue hostages. Yeah. And then you have this the, the ship crashes. That was all fine and dandy, and then it got weird. When yeah, it, yeah, it doesn't family. it doesn't flow like a predator story. In fact, mm. my biggest problem, well, besides the whole use of autism. Uh, that's the worst part of the movie because it's obviously written by people who have never really been around people with developmental disabilities, which is part of my job. And I've always found this part. It's more offensive in the movie. Um, I think Mark Morris is, I call him a miracle worker. Uh, He, because James A. Moore wrote the prequel to this called uh, Hunters and Hunted, which is really, really boring. Um, well, James A. Moore and Mark Morris wrote, uh, the book that just came out this year, Predator Stalking Shadows. It is one of the best books I've read this year. 
that was that came out this year. Um, it's one of the best. Re- I th- I'm gonna probably put it as my number one best book of the year. Uh, it, it was really good, and uh, in this, like I've read stuff that Christopher Golden's written, and I find his writing to be very mediocre. But Mark Morris, I, I think he just is like brought in like we have this boring book. Can you spice it up a bit? And he does. He makes it more passable. They take out a lot of the terrible Shane Black dialogue. Uh, there's a whole thing in the movie we'll get to about uh, that, that Shane Black's trying to one-up his uh, female anatomy jokes by mm. having one of the guys has Tourette's, which they don't talk about in this, thankfully. And he keeps saying, like, eat her, you know what? Uh, I'm trying to not do this on paper movies and swear. Though I already I, did. I was wondering, did they... Where's the police? Can you hear? It's, they're chasing a predator down the street. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's not in my uh, apartment complex. So I wanted to ask about the Tourette guy. Is this character even in this? Yeah. Because I know he, that he's in the movie, but I... He's the one that's thrown up in the tree and par- um, impaled. Oh, yeah. He that's uh, okay. that's Baxley, who was played by Thomas Jane in the movie. Which, when they said Thomas Jane's going to be in this new Predator movie, I assume they gave him the lead. They should have. They should have. Thomas Jane mm-hmm. is lead man material. We're getting into the movie a little bit here. Um, the guy they got, he's a fine actor, but he's not lead material in my opinion. But then again, oh. neither was Adrian Brody in Predators. But they roided him. They they roided him up, and like you know, he didn't look malnourished for once, and he decided to put on his Steven Seagal voice. Kind of worked in that terrible movie where no one cared that was in it. Yeah, I was gonna say though, like like I was saying earlier, like starting off when I read this book, I got through it okay, and you know, I was surprised that I did, having no introduction to the Predator. But um, it's like after we did the other watch alongs. Like on your street, on your channel, Jeremy, I was just like, wow, like this was so much better than what I read. <laughs> like, cause, um, oh I yeah, mean, Predator's only... awesome, and Predator 2 is pretty good as well. And then we got the Predators, which was, you know, not, it was bland. Uh, but it... if you've seen Alien versus Predator Requiem, it's a masterpiece in comparison. But I think the only thing that I liked about the, um, the book like the most was like the introduction to the upgrade i guess i mean i mean but i mean i haven't seen the movie yet so i mean that opinion may change but yeah um um, this this is the thing that drove me crazy about because we uh calling it the upgrade they called it the upgrade a lot mm -hmm. in the book which i found really annoying i mean the, the project stargazer cool name i mean it was a dumb organization it, well, the guy, uh, the villain, Traeger, mm-hmm. was a horrible villain. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, he, he's... He, tried to, he tries to start off, you know, in the book. Like, I imagine that, well, I don't know what the TV show was, but there's, like, the the guy that always, like, takes his glasses off real quick and, like, CSI Miami. <laughs> this is what I envision this guy. Like, every time he steps off his helicopter, he just, like, yanks off sunglasses, you know, and just kind of, like, looks around like he's so cool. He never looks little... at you directly. He looks right. at you from yeah. the corner and, of his eye and then speaks yeah. in one-liners. Yeah, he's and, like... And, he, and he's chewing Nicorette gum. Yeah. 
Which, by the way, yeah, have any of you ever chewed Nicorette gum? No. no. It will make you... If you chew that much Nicorette gum, you'd be throwing up. So it's like the <laughs> the gum of the predator. The gumization of the predator. The gumization. <laughs> God. No. No. Oh, man. But um, I wanted to talk about a couple things that are different from the movie that I noticed. The first being that in the book, they... they um, Baxley and Nettles, which would be, oh gosh, which one of K and Peel is in the Predator? Yeah, the tall one. The tall key, key, um, and uh, Thomas Jane steal a Victoria's Secret helicopter, which they do not. St- they steal a helicopter in the movie, but it's not a Victoria's Secret one, probably because that was written in the script and they couldn't actually get, get the Victoria's Secret to like have anything to do with their movie. Secondly, it was a really stupid scene in the book. When the female scientist is introduced, um, there is a scene where she talks to that guy in the dog park. That was in the movie, but the guy she talks to was part of the whole Me Too thing. He got he busted for being a, being a pervert, and yeah. uh, he, they cut that scene last minute from the movie. By the way, a lot of the movie is shot was reshoots. Yeah, it's like Rise of Skywalker. Really? Yeah, uh-huh. I remember hearing about that. Yeah, they had to reshoot a good chunk of it because it. There's like a whole scene where a predator is on a tank that's not in the movie. It's or a bunch the... of predators. I think they were supposed to team up with the humans. That's so that's even dumber. They, they got the solo and Justice League treatment. Uh, the Predator did. Oh yeah, and Rise of Skywalker. Uh, oh yeah, that too. <laughs> What's also different, the ending of the movie, and I think. Oh the God, entire... yeah. There's that weird epilogue thing in the movie. We'll get to that yeah, is we'll so that is so video. stupid. I was so thankful that that was not in the book. And that's a reshoot. Maybe you remember it. The reason why the original Predator even came to Earth. Is it explained in this It's book? not explained in the book. Um, it is explained in the movie, which is a weird reversal. Usually things like that are explained in the novelization. Yeah, and like, not yeah, in the movie. into lore and like backstory stuff. Thoughts. Uh, I mean, I wanted to say real quick too about the cover. Like I... I used to like the cover. I thought it was cool. I liked the orange just like pop. It looked like a vintage. Yeah, it's a decent cover. Poster. The problem that I have with it now that I look at it uh, after reading it a second time, catching new things, they said that the, the Predator, okay, we're spoiling everything because this is paper movies. Uh, it says the Predator gets its spine. I mean, its neck is completely. Oh, yeah, it's completely cut. beheaded. That's right. So in this photo, we've got a Predator with its spine attached which looks just like a human spine, which kind of stupid. I, you know, honestly, when I checked out that book on my Overdrive app, I didn't pay much attention to the cover. And I just assumed that it was the Predator just holding his helmet. <laughs> and then they mentioned the upgrade. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, and then when you see the hand. <laughs> yeah, or like big. the spine hanging. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty big. But, I mean, I didn't like really much about the story uh mckenna he's bland he's a, fa- he's a horrible father oh well, yeah um, um one of the dumbest lines that i thought was whenever i think her name is casey right the scientist oh yeah yeah she's bracket like, casey bracket she says can i cuss in front of your kid and he's like no 
but I can. And he like drops the F bomb. Like, what's that's from that the movie? Mean? I mean, it's just it's, I thought that was just a stupid line. Also, like, no, you have you to also understand that the female scientist she she's a terrible actress in the movie. Oh, great. Uh, yeah, you're forewarned. I'm. I basically this paper movies is a warning for the film we're about to watch. No, those were her dogs, right? She had the dogs. Yeah. So we never followed up with what happened to them. No, dogs. there's a lot of things we don't follow up with. We also don't follow <laughs> up with what happened to McKenna's wife, ex-wife. Oh, that's true. I was thinking about that, and when I finished the book, I was like, wait a sec, because they're like, well, what do we do next? He like points up at the stars, and he's like, oh, don't come back here again, you bastard, or something like that. Uh, and I'm thinking like, well, son, we need to go home and talk to your mother. Nope. It just stops. That so, was jarring. Yeah. The way the book just ends. Mm-hmm. It's better because than the, how the movie ends. And there's also another line. I, I'm focusing on the lines in this one. Uh, when like the whole climax is happening, happening, uh, McKenna's, I guess, about to drop into the spaceship and just start shooting. And he tells his son, he's like, remember when I told you that you need to grow up? Well, ignore that and duck. What? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. There's so many weird yeah. masculine lines in this that are just stupid. Like, what does that mean? I don't know. Did you like when one of the loonies, because they're all called the loonies, they lose the their loonies. individuality once they're named the loonies for the most part? Mm-hmm. Um, the one guy gets his legs chopped off and just falls to his death. Okay, I, I have a le- a question, and I only ask because I remember it from the book and then from the first movie. Can the predators talk? Or can they just, like, or do they just, like, mimic sound? They mimic. Okay, because, um, like... I mean, okay, so if we're talking all predator lore, in Tim Levin's Rage War trilogy, they... Part of, in the set, I'm going to have to spoil, because there's a, the whole plot of the Rage War is there's this group of people that left the known galaxy, and they found a way to weaponize the Xenomorphs, and they, uh, the Xen, they've, like, genetic, they have genetic hybrid Xenomorphs that can suicide bomb. And so, the predators, the Yaucha, or the Yaucha, depending on who says it, um, they go into the humans' territory of space um, in an attempt to regroup, and they end up teaming up with the humans and starting a counteroffensive against uh, this this sect of scientist, evil scientists, and xenomorphs. And they learn, they communicate because the several scientists figure out certain parts of the dialect of the predator language. And uh, predator kind of the predators kind of understand human language, but they it's hard for them to speak it, and so they have a device that they speak between the two, which is kind of shown in this, but in a stupid way. Well, yeah, I was just like I was asking because I remember watching the first film after reading it, and I remember that one predator at the end um, laughing, and um, but then I remember reading from the book like the upgrade was like speaking to them like through like a like a machine and he was like saying I'm coming for you and I'm just like I thought they could somewhat but you know well I mean this is the upgrade this is like the genetically 12 foot tall enhanced predator that has human DNA DNA in it for no reason that's another thing I don't like about this because the what does that make oh it has human DNA so it's 
What? That's why it's taking Rory, the little kid's DNA, because of his autism. Uh, oh, yeah, to enhance his super them. autism. His super, super autism. Which you yeah. see more of in the movie. And it's dumb. It's well, so What was the whole thing in the beginning when he's talking, the bullies are like talking about his ass burgers. His... They, oh, yeah, they want to eat uh, an, a, an ass burger, which is yeah. no bully would ever say. Ever. I mean, um, yeah, I thought that was dumb. Oh, yeah, it was. That's from the movie. But, like, I like, though, in this that they say that uh, they mentioned that Asperger's really isn't considered part of the autism, like, a, a specific diagnosis anymore. Uh, everything's part of the spectrum. That was a nice mm -hmm. touch. That was almost an apology <laughs> for how, how well, they treat poor Rory as a character. <laughs> it's, uh, it's almost yeah. again written the uh novelizations written by slightly smarter people but like probably significantly smarter people than who wrote the screenplay you know uh one of the most tacky lines that just hit me <laughs> whenever he's in he's in mexico right and that's when like, the spaceship crashes mexico Right. Yes, because they're they're dealing with the yeah. cartel. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he goes into the bar afterwards. He somehow he just gets to a bar, and he asks these thugs. He's like, "Do you know what my favorite cereal is?" <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, "Snap, crackle, pop." That's it. That's his that? badass it's moment. Not, that's not the name of the cereal, buddy. <laughs> it's so stupid. Full of cheesy crap. Yeah, that doesn't fit. Yeah, I, I would definitely have to re-rank this book. Oh, yeah, it, it's kind of embarrassing. Um, I will say this, though. In the book's favor, it references Predators, which not a lot of things do. Did it? Yes, they talk about people being kidnapped by these... Um, by the, uh, the Predators. I missed that. It's, yeah, it's a one-off line. In there, but they reference all, all the whole, the previous three films, which is nice. That was whole, Shane Black. That was one of his goals was to try to tie the films all together. Uh, but can we talk about these references because they are terrible? Like, get to the chopper. Oh yeah, get to the choppers. Yeah, it's all of his one up. I mean, in the movie, there's the, uh, the they try to one up the human, the female anatomy joke, which I won't even say on paper movies. Yeah. They, they were bad. Um, they were stupid. Yeah, like, I don't know who the most. I don't know who the most annoying character was, to be honest. All of them. The scientist lady. Scientist lady. Oh yeah, she's kind of yeah. stupid remember for a scientist. When she, remember when she shot herself in the foot? Oh god, yeah. Yeah. Remember when all the cra when all the loonies made like a shrine for her? Yeah. That was weird creepy. crap. That's, that was creepy. Yeah, it's she not. Funny. One of them made her a unicorn or something. Yeah, yeah it's a reference to Blade Runner. Oh. Genius. <laughs> it means something now. I was like, <laughs> you know, in the director's cut of the Predator, she had a dream about a unicorn that was taken from Legend. Predator. That's, that's oh, a Blade Runner Final Cut joke. What's What's funny too at the end, like all those little trinkets, they just buried them. Like, oh, this. <laughs> that's true. We don't. 
we don't need this crap. Let's just. Bury this is it. how we we forget. We remember the forgotten ones. We remember them by burying the crap they gave us in the woods. <laughs> but what do they have left to bury? Maybe they'd find the top half half of the one guy, and then they have to climb up the tree to get Thomas Jane out of it. Yeah, and then yeah, I, uh, whatever uh, the other guy was impaled on a tree on the ground. You know, and there's things I forgot too. Whatever happened to the dog that they what lobotomized? Oh, it blew the, up. The dog? Pretty yeah. sure it, it got eviscerated. Did it? Okay. Oh yeah, the predator dogs look stupid in this. They don't look like the ones in Predators. They have literal like predator heads on dog bodies. I was gonna ask like what part of like reading this did each of you just like reach that point where you're just like oh my god the first <laughs> chapter yeah go for it go for it not a certain chapter but i would say from the very beginning but there's one line in particular where i just leaned back and i said wow i hate this it's the line Autism is the next step in human evolution. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because in this book, it's an absolute superpower. Oh, yeah. yeah. There, is, there is a scene. Rory comes home. And we see he has a bunch of books lying around. And they say after school, he learns German, Russian, French, Dutch. Yeah, he's got all these languages. All at once. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah. uh, do they have it in the book that he picks, picks up all the chess pieces and yes. arranges them the way the way Puts they were? Them all exactly how they were. Yeah, yeah that I I don't know. Once the whole thing with the bullies is where I really check out. But I was checked out before then. You know, you know, I start to check out in the Mex the Mexico scene when he swallows the invisible sphere, yeah. and then he has to poop it out later. Yeah. Which that's supposed to be funny and it really isn't. Also, he, uh, what was it? Um, he and Nebraska get the crap kicked out of them. Uh, and then they're fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just they get, yeah. they get beaten what? and they're, ha- they obviously have bro- internal bleeding. Yeah. I remember that when he, that line he says, well, he gets, uh, he's like getting kicked in the stomach when he's in that barn or whatever. He's like, I coughed up blood. That's definitely not good. And he's like up running around shooting guns. You're like, it's like in Prometheus when that woman ha- gives birth to the squid baby via C-section. And then she's running around just fine with staples in her abdomen like 10 minutes later. Yeah, like, like nothing ever happened. Not only that, she falls after having yeah. the C-section, like on her stomach. Yeah. Stomach. Yeah. Ugh. Prometheus. What a terrible film. Yeah. Well, this was the last uh, Predator movie. I thought you were going to say this was the this is the last paper movies. <laughs> the Predator killed it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There are worse things out there we could be reading. Yeah, there are. There it, are. I was going to say, but like, you don't make us read. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we all read Zardos next. As a revenge against you, I recommend we read Die Another Day. You know what? I was actually thinking about reading all the Pierce Brosnan. Die Another Day has an unabridged audiobook. I could listen to it. It's on uh, Audible. <laughs> I feel like quality quality was, was like, no, you have to read the whole thing. <laughs> it's like, like, I read this book. You read the whole thing. <laughs> so I do have a question to stay on track here. Yeah, this sorry. upgrade. No, you guys are good. The upgrade. Now, 
is that going to be a whole race of predators? I hope not. I hope they forget this happened. You know, I was going to say, I was noticing something, like, as we were watching the other movies. It's like, the predators are kind of like the monsters from the Tremors series. They just keep evolving or upgrading. Well, like, the whole yeah. thing with the, uh, the predator culture until this, when they gave them a different reason for hunting, they hunted all over the galaxy. Like the all over the universe, they had interstellar travel, and they would update their technology for the hunt if they were bested. Mm. I mean, every Predator movie, even like, I mean, beyond that, the comics and novels, they're always trying to be better hunters. That's their point. It's not okay. because for some reason they decided they're going to be better hunters by collecting people's DNA. How how does having autism help you hunt anything? Is it? I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Just I, I, I don't know. I, I honestly don't really know how the whole autism thing works either. Like I don't know much about it. I haven't studied it. But this you don't book, need to know much. I mean, the book the book tells me that it's like picture perfect memory, and the kid well, knows everything. I mean, okay, so autism is a gigantic spectrum of things, and it's honestly you can get into it's debatable whether some people have autism or not. But it's a whole lot of things, like, with sensory things. Well, I know that they're trying to diagnose every kid with it now. Yeah, it, well, it's, that has to... We won't... This That's a topic not for paper movies. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's being thanks to the Predator for this, but, uh, you know. Yeah, but we, we don't need to... We don't need the Jeremy rant about, about diagnosis here. And I'm not talking about the Dick Van Dyke show from the 90s. Uh, yeah, I, I, Adam gets me. I wouldn't recommend reading this book to anybody. Um, I would recommend it if you are a completionist for Predator stuff. Okay. So, would you recommend the book over the film? Yes, it's more approachable. Okay, the film is one of the. No, did that film? I didn't watch the movie, but oh no, book. no, you don't understand. This hey, book is a. Imagine these things with no. The there movie. are a lot worse it's things in the you. movie. This is gonna be great. Oh no! <laughs> I didn't want to do this as a double feature, but you said this was the only time you were available, Matthew, and I yeah. want you to suffer. I do like how the book does. Uh, in the very back, has other Predator book advertisements. Well, yeah, it's Titan Books, so yeah, they're gonna do that. I've never noticed that before. Oh, yeah, Titan does that with everything. There's an official fan app. (laughs) Join the hunt. Oh, my. Apple, iTunes, and Google Play. Oh, my God. Did you guys prepare for that one? You guys ready to talk about... No, that's a whole separate podcast. It's so tacky. You got the predator holding the phone. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the predator is one of the coolest designs in my opinion, for a monster. Oh, yeah, and it's a cool culture and stuff. Not for the guys behind the movies. They have to upgrade them, make them bigger, make them cooler. Make them more CG. Yes. That was loose side of things. Yeah. Is there anything else? about um, the whole story with, uh, like, Jaws. Like, you you never, you hardly ever see the monster. Everything's creepy. It's just, it comes, it gets you, you're gone. The first Predator movie... It's kind of like the same, you know? Yeah, yeah you I mean, like, 
Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. You, you don't see it really. You don't see its face until the end. Yeah, it's like the real threat is basically the sound effects or the music, mm-hmm. you know, like the the clicking or, you know, with Jaws, the bum, 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 uh, you know. Yeah. Or just like people just getting sucked up into a tree. <laughs> it's the same thing in Alien. It's the same thing in any first monster movie. You don't want to show the creature until about an hour in. Like almost exactly an hour in. That's the perfect pacing. Yeah. And in the sequels, well, no, you don't. You, when by the time the sequels are have happened, if you're going to have a sequel, everyone knows what it's going to be. Unless it's Tremors, yes, where it becomes a completely different creature each time. I did think it was funny. I think I remember them trying to describe what the predators looked like unmasked in the book. They call it like yeah, like crab faced or something like that, or. Yeah, I mean, they didn't call it a... Oh, God, I'm not going to say that on here. I'm done. Are are we done? Huh? Are we done? I was going to ask you a question about the Predator stuff. Um, When in the timeline did they actually give the Predator the name Predator? This book. This? Okay. Uh, Technically, no. They call him that in Hunters and Hunted, which happens right before this. Okay. I just opened a book to a random page and saw it says both by the grenade and the predator dog. So yeah, no, like they, they're called they Yaucha these... typically. It's like how they, they don't just... call the alien alien; they call it a xenomorph. Okay. They have they have this terrible scene in here with the scientists and why they named it the predator. Oh yeah, that oh, I call it the d bag. It's the conver- conversation. Again. It's good. It's kind of like the thing with tremors, like they're like graboids or uh, mm-hmm. shriekers or something like Ass that. Ass blasters. Like, yeah, I knew. Yeah. I knew someone was gonna say that. That's the best name ever. They knew <laughs> that they didn't have anything for that third movie, so they had to give it a terrible name. Yeah. So, I was just gonna ask, like, I'm just, what overall like grade would or ranking would you give this and we'll start with quality <laughs> f f f or worse well waste of time don't read it Just jeremy <laughs> two out of five stars two out of five matthew so for my first review when i did read it i gave it a c or c minus i think um i'm gonna have to downgrade that to a D. A D? A D. Because, like, I, I read it once. It was readable. It was like, oh, okay. Whatever. Reading it a second time, eh. Not as fun. Not as good. So I kept my, like, thoughts about, like, Predator in general. Like, you know, I, I, I watched the other movies before I gave this one a, a ranking, and... I'm only giving it a D minus for this reason, like not an F, because I was surprised at how able I was, you know, being, like I said, like having no like experience with the Predator whatsoever. I was surprised I was able to like not lose, you know, interest in it. But still, it wasn't great after watching, you know, like all the other stuff. So that it's for that reason I'm giving it a D minus. <laughs> Did you say a me. D minus or a B minus? D. Yeah, I mean, I gotta say, like to me, uh, from chapter uh, chapters zero is what they have. They have chapter zero, um, which should I guess be the prologue. Um, 
from chapter zero to chapter two, I thought, oh, this is going to be fun. This is cool. And then when chapter two hits, it just that's when it starts to go down the like, tank. Yeah. Yeah. That's when he gets into his uh, car. Or he, yeah, he he winds up in Mexico um, at the bar. And it's just... Uh, yeah, and then he swallows the, the the magical sphere and then poops it yeah. out later. Yeah. I mean, the, the concept, like the idea of him being like, oh, okay, well, stuff happened, people died, we need to find somebody to pin all these deaths on. Let's grab McKenna, make him crazy, because aliens. Which that whole... That conversation was kind of funny to me, like on the bus... But he's like, oh, yeah, well, there's this alien. And the guy's like, yeah, aliens. Kind of funny. Um, dry, but kind of funny. But it was cool they had to pin it on somebody, and they just like, well, okay. Don't believe him. Because who's going to believe that? His story. You know what? I, I read oh, like sorry, I wasn't listening. Two, yeah, I read, like, two or three other books <laughs> while trying to get through this. Mm. I, I reread Kenobi. It oh, was that's great. A, that's a great book. And then book. I came back to the Predator. And... <laughs> I could see you finishing Kenobi and then, like, re- like reading, like, a few, like, uh, sentences of the Predator and then just, like, picking up Kenobi again. <laughs> yeah. But one thing we have to address. I think it's fair to say, all of us, we didn't like this book very much. No. It's not the fault of the of these two authors. No, exactly. It's the it fault is. of Shane Black and whatever the other uh, is called. Fred, Fred Decker. Decker. Which is probably also Shane Black. <laughs> anyway, no, um, I that's why I gave it a two out of five. Because these authors, they didn't have a lot to work with, but they make it more approachable than that movie. That's what I like about movie novelizations, because the author can always blame the screenwriter but that that being said i will say this the prequel novelizations are incredible compared to the prequel movies oh my gosh yes i not to branch out into whole other conversations real quick but uh, christy golden wrote uh, a prequel novel to the warcraft movie one of the coolest books that i've read yeah you get the right uh, author in there um they can they can work wonders. Can you imagine? Yeah. Oh gosh, I'm trying to think of someone. Can you imagine Terry Brooks writing this? Wrote the Phantom Menace. Can you imagine him writing? It would be so much better. Or, yes. uh, or Waylon Drew. Yeah. Um, he did with the, Alan the Dean Foster. Novelization. I mean, he excelled past the film. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it is possible to make the book way better than the film. Uh, the Alexander pit. Freed. Uh, Alan Dean Foster, like I yep. said. Uh, R.A. Salvatore. James Kahn. James Kahn. Uh, let's not forget William Kotzwinkle. <laughs> Jerry the Foot. Jerry Kotzwinkle the Foot. <laughs> I'm only saying anything because I know he wrote an E.T. book, so he has some experience with extraterrestrial life. <laughs> Anyways, sorry, I had to say that. Yeah. I, I wasn't too happy with the book. I don't... No, you weren't too happy with this book. What a shock. I mean, we, we have to understand this is penance for King of the Monsters, Adam. I didn't... <laughs> well, listen, I want to read the back of the novel, okay? 
the official movie novelization. Why are you dragging this out longer than it has to be? I just want to because the last sentence in this doesn't make sense. For centuries, Earth has been visited by warlike creatures. They have forget it. You, you, do you not know how to read? Uh, an ex-soldier and disgruntled science teacher can prevent the end of the human race. So. The human race was at stake in this novel? Yes, but they don't explain that in the novel. It's explained in the movie. Okay. Something about global warming. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a whole global global warming plot that's so stupid they left it out of the book. The movie is all about the global warming and weaponized autism. That's right. That's right. I remember that now. (laughs) Things look different now. The glaciers have melted away, and you're like, okay. Al Gore wrote this movie. (laughs) screenplay written by al gore this is actually we read the wrong novelization this is an inconvenient truth yeah the inconvenient truth. the inconvenient truth and then it was also um it was an advertisement for those energy efficient light bulbs that are full of mercury (laughs) so just to you know narrow it down to all of our listeners don't read this book yeah. yeah. Yep. Don't watch the original Predator movie. So far, and this is Predator Two. Yeah. So far, this is the worst of paper movies that we've done. Yes, about. this is the worst so far. But I mean, thank you, Jeremy. Hey, yeah, I was gonna say, Noah, tell us who we can thank for that one. This guy. Right? I mean, I'll say this: I enjoyed reading the Predator more than King of the Monsters. Really? Yeah, I was so bored during King of the Monsters. I wasn't hmm. bored during this. I was just embarrassed. I'm not sure which is worse. <laughs> embarrassed and annoyed. Uh, I was annoyed equally with both. Um, I liked Noah better than the little girl in um, in King of the Monsters. But that being said, the little girl was the best character of anyone in King of the Monsters. <laughs> Did you just say you liked me better? Do you oh god, I don't remember who's the little kid's name. Rory? Rory? I don't yeah, I don't know. Rory. I'm sorry, Rory. your name's Quality Autism. Quality I keep learning that. Yeah. <laughs> I make a cameo in this. Yeah. What what oh if god. you were in this book? The book would end. That's how, that's what would happen. Hmm. Wow, okay. Well, I quit. record on the time. I quit. Yeah. I quit paper movies. Can we just say for next time? Yeah, what because are we reading we next, here? people? Oh, uh, yeah, for the month of August, we'll be reading Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Oh, hang on. Everybody's got to grab their copy. Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Come on, Adam. Adam is taking his sweet time. Oh, he was going to grab the... uh, King of the Monsters. <laughs> He's got that big old fancy three-in-one book. Yep. I have the water damage paperback that's the same as Matthew's. This is written by Campbell Black. I've already... um, I'm halfway through the first chapter in this, and it's already significantly better than what we just read. Okay. I have read it a few weeks ago. Gonna read it again. Nice. So, yeah, everybody, um, get your copy of Raiders of the Lost Ark. You can find it on eBay, pretty cheap. Used bookstores. I'd probably rent it from your library. But go ahead and get started. It's uh, now for the month of 
August. Yes. All right. And then hopefully next time we will have a sufficient list of what we're doing for the rest of the year for paper movies. Yes. We've almost got that sorted out. (laughs) We're going to add in die another day. Yeah. I I think we should. That'll be our, uh, actually, no, that'll be January. I can just see us reading it and we're just be like, and then like Noah's just sitting there like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's going to be my revenge. I can see we're going to end up doing Ghostbusters soon. But uh, anyway, everyone, have a good evening. Join us in about f- 20 minutes as we jump into the Predator watch along. Except me. Because mm. he's a. Well, thank yeah, you, bitch thank boy. you, Noah, over at uh, Quality Autism for joining us in this episode of Paper Movies. Yeah, he was our first uh, uh, special guest, yeah. Appreciate it. Thank you. Sorry you had to be tortured with the Predator. I'm not. I'm not sorry at all. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> well, hey, I guess I'm the only one that's actually read it twice, right? I've read it twice. Oh, you have read it twice? Okay. Yeah. Who's going to read it at the third time? No one. No one uh, here. Yeah, no no, no one here is going. No one, no one should read it the first time. Before you read any book quality, you always need to read this first. It'll make everything better. I, no, it won't. It won't make Aftermath better. I, 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 think, I think the predator to Noah is what the crystal star is to Matthew. I will read this again over the crystal star. Oh, I don't I think you. I will read crystal star 20 times before touching this again. <laughs> All right. Have a good evening, everyone. Goodbye. Oh, hold on. It's, it's not correct. There we go. Oh, are we going to do our paper? There's no debate. Americans want investments in clean energy to create millions of good-paying jobs and help solve the climate crisis. And they want big corporations and the wealthy to pay their fair share. That's what Biden's Build Back Better plan would do. Millions of jobs, a clean energy future, and not a penny more in taxes for 99% of Americans. The clean energy future we want can be ours if Congress acts now. Anyone can be ready for back to school. But with Staples Connect, you can be more than ready. Like, I got everything on my list and saved a ton ready. Staples has everything you need and more for the new school year. Just visit your nearest Staples store or go to staplesconnect.com for inspiration.